Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Out of Band Show. My computer is telling me to restart. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me tomorrow. We'll figure that out. Episode 54 of the Out of Band Show. We're already off to a chaotic start. Y'all heard our episode from two weeks ago. The most chaotic energy that we've ever had on this podcast. And this week, I'm looking to replicate that with a stunning, life-altering question. Boys, we're about to hit the golden age of the of the year, the, the best few months of the sports calendar. Bailey, let's start with you. Do you enjoy football? I do enjoy football, Eric. Now, is that because you grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where if you don't enjoy football, you get you get thrown to the wolves? That is exactly correct. In fact, as I would introduce myself to people at my internship this summer, I am obligated to tell them that I'm from Green Bay, just in case I happen to mention the Packers, because when you work at a place that's centered out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, it might slip out from here, you know, every once in a while, and then I will get thrown to the wolves. So I just got to let them give them a warning. Their whole team has COVID. So like, who cares? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, I know you're a noted football fan. There are probably better balls out there. Uh, volleyball is pretty good. Um, soccer mm-hmm. ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm pretty big into, um, there's that one VR game that I have on my Oculus Quest 2. It's called Echo mm-hmm. VR, and it's like ultimate frisbee in space, and I would love to see that done competitively. Wait. Now, I was into NASCAR for a while, and I've always been an advocate that there should be like a more publicly like marketed electronic racing series so but so, that's just me so like the nascar is that a yes video games. or <laughs> the nascar video games that already but exist. uh i don't i don't watch a whole lot of uh or forza or gran turismo american football i can keep going with f1 no. games uh need for speed no no uh, no no, I mean like like NASCAR, but like Lego Star Wars pod racing vehicles. Now this like we're is racing, pod racing. We're racing electric stock cars against each other. Uh-huh. Araf, you were ranting and raving about football right before this podcast. What are your what are your thoughts on football? Mario Kart's also another pretty good game. Um But uh right, football. Um uh I grew up watching a lot of football and because I was growing up from the years um 2005 to like uh let's say 2015 um i watched a lot of you know packer packers football and whatnot mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're a pretty fun team but because of it i kind of grew a small hatred towards the packers because they never ever ever <laughs> won a super bowl throughout those years man so they did in 2010 but like go off they did <laughs> well, yeah yeah just one. the steelers one just Question one mark? Uh, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. no. <laughs> Come on. Well, on. I'm a football fan. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I only bring this up because I am a football fan. But more importantly, I'm a professional wrestling fan. And I just need to inject into this podcast that my favorite wrestler of all time, CM Punk, has returned to wrestling John after Cena. seven years of not being in wrestling. He was a guy that got me into wrestling, and he's back, and that makes me so excited. I definitely didn't immediately go buy three pieces of merch of his to celebrate the occasion. That did not happen. And with that, let's move on to story. Why is this first? Why Why is story time first? Araf, Araf, can you do the trumpets? Yeah, it, 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 it's allowed. Uh, it's allowed uh, to be first for once. Um, 
Yeah, sure. Story time with Ryan. The stories are simple. The people are not. And welcome back to story time, everyone. This week, story time comes first. Because let me tell you, after last time we did this, so much has happened. So much has changed. We need to get this out of the way before we do anything else. Mm Mm-hmm. (coughs) <coughs> he's coughing so he is I so invested i can hear in ryan coughing from my room note to the editor please take out that that coughing no, absolutely not okay um so as 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 you may know because we talked about it briefly we all moved out of our apartments last week it was an incredible time it was an adventure eric left months ago but bailey and i had to move out my roommate had to move out and this year i decided Yes, Eric. Just a just a quick question, Bailey. How did you get the the couch out of the apartment? You would be surprised, Eric. That was the first thing we took, and it took us a fraction of the time it took you and How? me to do it. I don't know. How? I don't what know. What did we do? We Oof. beats me. Sorry. Continue, Ryan. I, yeah. So this year, I decided to not really get a lot of assistance in moving. I wanted to try and, you know, exclude my parents from the process because every year they make it into this, like, event where they're like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing we've ever done in our entire lives. And why do we know you? And it, it, it's just a whole don't, deal. And I would Don't your parents listen just, to this? Maybe. <laughs> Mom and Dad, <laughs> I love you. You also need to take a Xanax sometimes because... <laughs> It's a little too much even for me. So I was taking stuff in my car, driving it down the road, parking on the street, and moving it up to the apartment. And I I was making these trips back and forth. Now, one trip, I, I park my car on the side of the road, and I look at my dash, and the check engine light is on. I shit you not. I literally was at the car dealer like five days before... And my check engine light is already on. Furthermore, I am in park. The green light on my dash is on for the park gear, but my drive light is also flashing. Never seen that before. Doesn't say anything about what that means in the driver's manual, but that can't be good. So I turn the car off and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. So I was pretty frustrated about that because I desperately needed the car to move and drive to work and basically live my entire life. So at about 2 a.m., I called my car dealer guy that I, you know, went through to get my car checked up last time. 2 a.m.? Yeah. And I, I leave him a voicemail and I'm like, bruh, 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 my car ain't working so hot after you took a look at it last week. I, I, I'm going to come to your house and mess you up if you don't get this thing fixed like soon. And I don't even talk to my mechanic that way. Okay. I go to bed. I wake up. You know, he he gives me a call. and He's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I got all these lights flashing on the car. All right. Thing looks like it's about to explode. I need some help here. And he's like, all right, we'll get you in for how does Monday? You know what? Let's do this Friday. Let's 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 do it midday. And I'm like, what about the morning? He's like, that works for me. And I'm like, great. I'll see you there bright and early. So life goes on. I continue driving the car, even though it has all of these, like, warnings and stuff going on. Because, like, what else am I supposed to do? How else am I supposed to get to work? You know? How else am I supposed to move out of my apartment? Like, 
you know, if I'm damaging the car by driving it, like, I guess this is the end of the car as we know it, and I'll just get a new one, which sucks, but I mean, that's kind of life, you know? Makes me wonder what, uh, you know, people less fortunate than me would have to do in that situation. Bailey? I, I am of the opinion, and you can call me cynical for this, Ryan, but you said you went in five days earlier to go mm. and get your car looked at, right? For an oil mm. change, right? Now, the mechanics, you know, do their usual thing where they go and put the oil in your car and then they're like, oh, looks like these other 50 things are wrong with your car right now. Would you like to fix some of them? Mm-hmm. And Ryan, being the smart man that he is, said no. And so something in me just thinks that maybe they sabotaged Ryan's car. Maybe. Huh. Just just a little bit. They just bit. left a, a bolt out or something? Uh, you know, you just know. out of spite. Well, last time they had recommended that I go in and do the, my 100,000-mile floor service, and I was like, that's something I'm willing to do. I'm not quite at 100,000 yet, and I don't have all day to do it. So, like, I'll do it in a bit, but, like, it's not right now. Like, when it hits 100,000, yeah. Yeah, but I had everything else done to the car that it needed, so, like, it should hypothetically have been in great working conditions. So I, cont- I continue life, I continue moving, and it is... Um, Thursday night, and I am moving the last of the stuff out of my apartment. It's been a long day. I've been helping Bailey move stuff. I've been moving stuff. I've got my car just chocked full of things. And it's 4 a.m., and I am done. I got the last of everything out of the apartment. All the floors are vacuumed. Everything looks pretty. I even pried the mirror off the wall that Emily left on there. It's, it's great. And I go to sleep in my car in the basement, which was a rough sleep. And Wait, I wake up. You slept in your car? Yep. And huh. I um, wake up because my alarm goes off and I drive to the car dealer because like that's, you know, I, I don't have anywhere else to be. So I drive to the car dealer. I get out of the car and I put my shirt on. And while I am putting my shirt on, my like mechanic walks up to me. And he's like, looks like you've had a rough night. <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> that's when you know. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yep. Uh, so we walk over and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, we got these, these codes on it. We'll, we'll, something with the transmission, you know, we'll go take a look. And then he gets real, real quiet and he leans in close and he's like, now, you know, I noticed that, you know, you got all your stuff in your car and like, you know, you're, you're you know, you're just, you know, kind of getting ready for the day now. Like, if you need a place to stay, like just just let me know, and I I can I can put you up somewhere. I got like a farmhouse, and I'm like, oh, that is the sweetest and most murdery thing that a mechanic has ever <laughs> wanted to do for me. And then he takes it one step further, and he's like, you know, man, I my wife got me this this blueberry muffin. Like, if you want it, like it's all yours. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. You have your muffin. All right. I'm just going to have a cup of coffee. I'm going to go and disconnect my power service in your lobby. And um, just just let me know once you figure out what's going on. They take a look at it. Turns out uh, one of the um, pressure sensors in the transmission was shot. And uh, they had to replace that. Um, My mechanic very kindly waived the labor fees for me. So I only had to pay for the diagnostic and the part repair, um, which was nice. But it was still another like two hundred fifty dollars, which um, me and my family will never get back. So, so did you ever tell this guy at 
any point that you were a fully functioning adult that had a place to stay and did not need assistance. Well, I told him it was between apartments. So. Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, I, mean, I, I truly was between I mean, apartments. Like Bailey, he's not wrong. <laughs> like, that night, I, I literally out. Ryan, I did drove. Did you just launch Halo, the Master Chief collection on Steam? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> just came up at the corner. But uh, but yeah, so that was my fun adventure in my 2008 Honda Civic, which I love dearly. And it, it, almost most of the stuff is not out of it. I'm going to vacuum it up. It's going to look real nice. All right, we're going to put some new car scent in there. Ben's going to be good as new. So you're telling me that next time I go in for my oil change, I should bring everything that I own in my car. Yes. Then they'll treat me really nice. Okay. And also, yeah. wait, so Ryan, were you just not wearing a shirt, period? Or did you like no. put a shirt over your shirt? So like I had one of those like white like undershirts yeah. that I wear. And then I was like putting on a dress shirt. Got it. <laughs> like I okay. stepped out and like started was buttoning up my shirt. Because <laughs> that's bold to, to roll into a dealership with just no shirt on, period. Hey, Amen. You know? I've, I've been to Walmart before. All right. We all know. <laughs> okay that life you know ryan out of all the moving stories from this week you could have told i'm surprised you chose that one there's more i'm not gonna go into details but let's just say that after i moved my stuff into my room it didn't look like the amount of boxes in the living room had changed wow wow (laughs) you're actually surprised but you've seen this man's no no i'm not surprised and with that Let's go ahead and move on to the news with a rough. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then another one just in case the editor wants it. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to the news with a rough. I don't know uh. which one's worse. I really don't. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the news. This week, we're talking about probably the greatest software developing tool ever. And and that software tool is Roblox. And, and you may be wondering, why is Roblox on the news? Because it's Roblox. Everyone knows what Roblox is. You've, play, you've all played Roblox. You've all played Natural Survival Disaster at least one time in your life. But, but... I come here today and put it on the news because Roblox is stealing money from the youth. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. So I found this really cool article on BuzzFeed. And... <laughs> Sorry. And they... This isn't they, that, like, sketchy retirement website anymore, is it? Okay. Well, no, no, it's but we're, we're, we're moving up. We're, we're picking better articles. I took a class and they taught me how to pick reliable sources and... <laughs> And BuzzFeed just seemed like the greatest source out there. But essentially this article goes through how tough it is for a video game developer to make money. And and then they turned the view onto Roblox, where their audience is a bunch of kids who are under the age of 18. And those kids make games, right? So technically you could call them game developers. However, however... Kids who make games on Roblox can't really make money. The only way they make money is through microtransactions with the premium currency known as Robux. And the only way you get Robux is if you pay real-life money to attain that premium currency. And 
And as you know, it costs around like a thousand Robux for like, I'm sorry, a thousand dollars for, uh, what did this article say? What BuzzFeed's like a hundred Robux. But if you were to convert the 10, like around 10,000 Robux into real life money, you only get $364 back instead of, you know, the, 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 the thousands so of So the dollars. exchange rate is in a word, f- is that correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Very, very down bad. And uh, uh, they, they were talking about how, you know, these children who are making games on their platform have millions of players, you know, coming in and buying their little tools and whatnot and little uh, cheat codes or whatever the pay-to-win thing is for natural survival disaster. And and the developers are making no money from it. And and I think that's pretty, pretty sad, you know, like... Uh, me, as a kid, growing up in middle school, I played quite a lot of Roblox, and I made a, quite a lot of quite a lot of games. Sure, no one played them, but I could have been making money. <laughs> like, I, I made this whole little game where there was a house, and and the character had, like, C4, and they could just run around and, like, blow up the house. And, and it would, like, crumble to the ground. It was like, it was like, you know, one of those demolition games. And, and I just think it's wrong that Roblox... A great company, amazing company, who who's out there for kiddos, and pioneering the way for ga- like future game developers, is stealing money from the youth. For a second there, Ralph, I thought you were trying to like pitch yourself for like an internship with Roblox. <laughs> great company, amazing, oh, fantastic company. So great, yeah. I mean, the first thought that comes to mind is. Is is child labor legal these days? Is how that, old? I mean, how, how old? In Wisconsin, like sixteen or something like that. You, you can be fourteen to get a work permit. I yeah, think. I think it's fourteen. Yeah, I think so. But my point is, is it is it morally correct to be relying on like twelve year olds making little web games as your primary source of revenue? But then you also have to pay them. But then you're also paying for child late. Like you know what I mean? Maybe it's just a a thing with their business model. But I find I do find it kind of weird that they like either way, whether they pay them or not. Like the for me, the entire source of the labor is kind of weird. I guess. I feel like it didn't intentionally like start out that way. You know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a game for kids to just play around and play games, mm-hmm. right? Like, the fact that they're making the games, I think, started out to be a fun thing, yeah? And then and then just kind of evolved into, like, people are like, let's exploit this and make some money off of it. Yeah. I You know what? I'll take morally ambiguous. For 500. Good answer. Good answer. Thank you. I mean, I, I will say, when I was a kid, I was into Roblox. Um, I was a really big fan of the, uh, I don't know if it's called Super Paintball or Ultimate Paintball map. That one was fun. Um, I was really big fan of the obstacle courses, the obbies. Uh, I was really good at those. I always got to the end where like they give you like little powers that you can like fly around the course and stuff like that. And I was really really proud of myself as a twelve year old little kid. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be hard for them to even just give like a small like cut, like uh, hey, if you make up like kind of the same thing that like Spotify or YouTube or that kind of thing does. You know, if you if you are a successful enough game. If you make a successful enough level, you can get like a couple bucks a week 
or something like that. Nothing major, but just something. I feel like that would improve things, at least to where it is right now. Because where it is right now, if all of a sudden these child developers stop making games for their website, it's over. They have nothing. That's their entire business model. Unless they start paying people professionally to make stuff for it. You know what, Araf? What would you like to see Roblox do? I am curious. So, um, uh, uh, I think it would be great if Roblox followed in, in the footsteps of Epic Games and just turned everything into Fortnite. Because if they turned everything into Fortnite, then, then there wouldn't be no Builders Club, no premium subscriptions, and there'd be no creativity allowed at all. There, and then and then kids wouldn't have to make the games and then get exploited for for being successful on this. You see, everything should just become Fortnite. If everything just became Fortnite, then society would be a much better place. Man, what if we all just watched Fortnite as like our national pastime? Like instead of baseball, Fortnite. And then Ariana Grande performs every time, huh? Are 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 people actually going? Sorry, I do not mean to hijack this this topic, but do people actually <laughs> go into Fortnite and watch like Ariana Grande and Travis Scott perform virtually when you could get the same experience from just oh they up their music? Oh, they did. I saw Why? some statistic. It was like millions of people That's did that. Event. So stupid. <laughs> oh my god, you're not even seeing the person. Well, we started talking about Fortnite, and I'm mostly I mean, to you, blame you, for that. You brought it up. Yeah, I did bring Wait, it up, but. If- if Fortnite becomes the new national pastime, does that mean instead of Babe Ruth, we have Ninja? <laughs> and with that, let's move on to Hot Takes with Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hot Takes. I'm your Hot Take Specialist, Eric. And folks, this weekend I was helping my... Wonderful girlfriend, Emily, moved into her new apartment. And with that, I was my, I myself was put in charge of assembling her infrastructure of work, computer things, right? So she has a job. And of course, the, the company gives her a laptop, right? As many companies do when you're working from home. They give you a laptop with like all the stuff on it, right? But that's not it. It would have been simple just to like leave it at a laptop, call it a day. You know, it has everything you need built in. But that's no... No, this, this company that she works for gave her a laptop, two monitors, not just one, two scratch that. She had one of them. She get, they gave him a monitor. <laughs> I'm just remembering this laptop, monitor, keyboard, mouse, a docking station to be able to hook it all up. Like the laptop, cause it's a newer laptop, of course, doesn't have enough ports to actually support everything that they want her to use. So they give her this docking station, like this big brick of a thing to like plug everything into and in theory it should be super cool you should only have to plug in like one little wire call it a day and you have everything right that's the dongle universe we live in the docking station doesn't work it does not work okay i my this this hot take segment folks is just going to be a rant about corporate it and all of the stupid equipment that they have their people use right it doesn't even, it didn't power on, not only that, but it was a Dell docking station on a Lenovo laptop. So you have to install drivers to get it to even function partially, you know, because that's a thing that has to happen with docking stations. 
The laptop, like I said before, doesn't have enough ports to be able to plug everything in. So unless this stupid docking station works to 100% of its capacity, you're not working on anything else other than the laptop. And even if you get it all to work, even if you turn on the laptop, you log in, you authenticate with Duo Multi-Factor Authentication, you log in a second time. And that's just to access the desktop. To access their website, you log in again, and you do a multi-factor again. Why? Like, I, I understand security. I get all that. We've we all worked at a, at a help desk. We all have worked with Duo. We all have heard so many callers from so many backgrounds that hate this, this piece of software with a burning passion. But oh my God, she should not have to log into a computer five times to access her work email. That is ridiculous. I am sorry. So you put all this together and what you're left with is a corporate IT infrastructure for working from home that depends on their users being tech savvy enough to navigate all of those hurdles just to do their jobs when honestly they could do the same thing with one laptop, one normal login and one duo login and it's the same amount of security. That's my hot take. Please discuss. Eric, it makes me so happy to hear that people are complaining about laptops other than Apple's with not enough ports. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was a Lenovo ThinkPad, and it did have some amount of ports. Like, it had multiple USB-C ports, as you would expect. It had a USB. I think it had Ethernet on one of the sides. I could be wrong on that. I think it had HDMI. So, like, it had some things, but really to do more than a couple of things, you still do need a docking station or a dongle. And for all the Apple users out there, a driver is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't use those, Eric. We don't need them. Really? Then why is it that when I made a hack, like a Hackintosh on a Lenovo ThinkPad and installed macOS exactly. on it, I had to install on a Razer drivers on, a Lenovo. on macOS. I thought everything just worked, Bailey. It didn't. You're going to tell me you're surprised to see... A PC being used as a Mac having issues? It's, no, right. it was an OS sure. thing. All right, all right. Back to the original thing. Ryan's got an opinion. Go ahead. So in other related security news, a company that I am familiar with um, was recently hacked and ransomware or had a ransomware attack happen to it. Uh, and at this company, many of the users... Um, stored their passwords in not so good of ways and did not use two-factor authentication so you know what i i can't complain about too much security well ryan how about five-factor authentication but you log uh, in five times for me and you know what if it prevents the entire With company the same from user information falling victim to a ransomware Just attack typing in the same thing five times there you go uh-huh well, at least it's not Bombgar, which used to log out every half hour. Well, it still, it still does. I mean, doesn't no, it? it's, an, it's every hour now. Oh, oh what an improvement! Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. The second I heard MFA, I started watching uh, Spaghetti again, and by the time Spaghetti was, I mean Spaghetti again was done. Uh, Eric was done talking, so uh, I've had my fill out of <laughs> what this segment. Is this? Spaghetti again. I've 
I am not I've watching never that. Seen the thumbnail tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? Uh. It's like it's like a karaoke song, but with like British people that just don't want to eat spaghetti again. <laughs> like <laughs> that's incredible. Oh my god, yeah. Eric! I know we, I know we talked about this earlier, right? Yeah, but. They gave Emily a webcam yeah. in addition to a laptop that already had a webcam. Yep. The laptop had a webcam. They gave her a webcam anyway. Isn't that great? So, I, yes, it's a little overkill. But, you know, there there are two sides to this, right? Usually these, these companies are run by people who are a little bit older. So they're probably like Gen X or Boomers at this point, mm-hmm. right? And so... You know, I wouldn't say the grasp of technology that their employees need are always the greatest. I mean, obviously, they should consult their IT people, but when does that ever happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you either end up with employees that have very limited equipment and aren't able to access their email at all, or they have Emily's situation where they just go completely overkill with just giving you all the things you could ever possibly need and no one knows how to use it. Yeah. Yeah, and it... Because it's like, if you give them an additional webcam, besides the one that's already built in, not only do they have to place it correctly on their monitor, not only do they have to manage to plug it in correctly into the laptop, but then in Teams or Zoom or whatever, you have to make sure that it's correctly selected on the list or none of that matters. Just just a little silly. Just a little silly moment. I don't know. It, it wasn't the, this wasn't really a hot take. I just needed to get it out of my system that this company that I don't even work for, I hate their IT department and I've never even met them and they deserve it. And with that, let's move on to Tech Fails with Bailey. You guys know what mushrooms are, right? Which what, do you put them on your spaghetti or the kind you eat? Yeah, yeah, the kind you eat. You know how, like, high nine on? times out of ten, they're, like, the color white? Uh, except when they're brown? No. Well, you know when you cook a mushroom, they, they turn brown? Yes. Why is that? Man. Protein? Why, why is it that when you cook some beef, it turns from pink to brown? That's just really weird, right? <laughs> that is weird. Why doesn't it turn purple or blue? See, you get it. Someone should investigate Pro- that. Pro- protein? <laughs> Welcome back to another installment of Tech Fails. Eric, as you know, I'm an Apple snob. I like good design. I like it when it's intuitive, when things are easy to use. And I know earlier we've discussed other are like everyday technologies that should be easy to use, but usually aren't. For example, we've got smart TVs when the remotes are just not great. The TVs are just not, in fact, smart. We've talked about folding phones that are not intuitive. We've talked about electric cars. And as you may know, as we talked about earlier on the podcast, I recently moved into a new apartment with Ryan and some other coworkers. And today, uh, I've been here for like a week. It's been my first time doing laundry in the apartment. And Eric, Mm -hmm. I am what they call book smart, right? You you give me a textbook. I can read a definition. I will remember it. Sure. I am not what they call street smart, right? I, I cannot decode secret meanings from things that people don't tell me uh-huh and so when i went to go do the laundry today i i go up to the washing machine and i just see 
there's all these knobs that we have to turn and little levers we got to pull and buttons we got to press in a specific order. And there's no manual there. So like, I didn't know how to operate it. And you know, I'm looking at the labels on this thing and who under the age of 30 even knows what perm press means. I mean, okay, Ryan excluded. It gets, it gets rid of wrinkles, does it not? Ryan, not sure. Thing. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> no one under the age of thirty. The... <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you consider Ryan to be under the age of thirty? Answer me that, I Eric. I mean, emotionally, no. Physically, no. Mentally, debatably. But okay, with the passion of knowing how to operate a washing machine without looking it up on Google, absolutely. Well, there you go. So Ryan did end up helping me with the washing machine. So thank you, Ryan, for that. But that just brings me to the tech fail for this week. Like, why is it that every Maytag or Frigidaire or Whirlpool or you name it, whatever appliance I use, decides to just be so complex to use? I've never seen, like, a standard way of operating one of those machines. They're always so complicated. I want to know. White moms associate features with quality so if your washing machine ships with every goddamn knob and twist dial and feature and setting and water level and temperature gauge and moisture control and humidity humidistat like going yeah yeah like you the companies are just piling on to that price tag making it higher and higher and everyone's like wow look at my washing machine all right it can play ariana grande midway through the cycle to alert me that we are nearing water temperature so i hate that i, I don't know my mother i just want to turn the, the washing machine on and let it run that's it something like that ryan ryan can you explain i have not seen their their washing machine ryan is is it that complicated um actually so the the knob to turn it on is actually one of the more complicated mechanisms really? i've seen on a washing machine. i am not an idiot yeah. thank you it's so what you have to do is you you push it in yeah and then there's this one big wheel yeah and there's four sections of the wheel yeah and so you push it in which moves like a little um like pointer and you twist it to whichever type of cycle you want and to its start period, and then you have to pull it out, and that begins the washing. So I've used that exact system since I was a kid. I haven't encountered so, that. Well, granted, that's the my first parents time I've ever seen this, it. So I will, disc- I will disclaim, they mostly did my laundry up until high school. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but I knew how to use it. I knew that that's what it did. Wow, thanks to the Makos for that. It's yeah. a it's a very old fashioned one. Yeah, I can tell that that was probably original. Oh, with I'm the, sure. Uh, yeah, construction yeah. of this apartment. Yeah. So, so remember when I was talking about why do mushrooms turn brown when you put them in pans? God, now I have to include the, that. I have <laughs> no, to include on, that on, pan. I was going to cut it. Protein. Hold on. Oh, Raph, I was going to cut here. that. No, no, I have to include it. God damn. <laughs> but, but. Why do you put mushrooms in a pan to turn them brown? You put them in a pan to turn them brown because you want to kill all the germs and bacteria so it's safe to eat. You can you can eat it. And 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 you can you also want to kill all the germs and bacteria on your clothes. So how about instead of putting clothes in a washing machine, we just put them in pans? 
But granted, that might have a side effect of turning your clothes slightly brown. Genius. <laughs> but yeah, we could save so many random expenses if we just put our clothes on a, on a pan. So, like, if you hand washed them? <laughs> no. Rough... <laughs> that was so entertaining. You know, I would consider you a fun guy. Ha! Ha! It's the joke, police! <laughs> Your joke was too funny! <laughs> That's the second time in two weeks you're able to use that on Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard for these. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, before before we get this outro here, back to Ryan's point about the white moms always wanting the most features, that reminds me of a car, not even a car, it was a, a mom van, The a 2008 Honda Civic. <laughs> yes. Not the Civic. <laughs> it was like a Chrysler minivan we had in like 2008, and it had every bell and whistle there, and my mom's like, we gotta was get it, this. Was uh, town and country? Yes, it yeah, was. Oh boy. my god! Yeah, was we spent nice. way too much money on that van, and we did not need it. Yeah, yeah. Town and countries are like my gold standard for vans, just because there's so many things you can touch. It's great. You should see my yeah. mom's washing machine. It's like a spaceship. Is I don't it, even know what half the features do. Is it one of those fancy like Samsung ones? Yeah, there's one. Ooh. There's a button setting on there that's just called dryness, and I, I legit looked over at my mom and I said, "I just want it dry." I don't know what I have to press, but I just want to try. Is there a setting for how brown the clothes turn out? Okay. No. All right. And with that, let's get out of here with myself. Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. We hope to see you again next time, but until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe! I, I have I have a question. Yeah. So, Should remember we be how I was... For this? I'm still going. Okay. So, so, remember how I was talking about putting clothes in pans? Yeah. Because, because it kills it. Yeah. Well, hear me out. Yeah. What if... We put the mushrooms <laughs> in the washing machine. Yeah. Hey, that there way. we go. That way, your mushrooms don't turn brown. They don't turn brown, and you're still killing all the germs and bacteria, so it becomes safe to consume. We could literally just... Oh my god, I could totally destroy Gordon Ramsay with this. Would they I could even make... survive the wash? <laughs> like, You know you can eat mushrooms raw, too, right? You can? It's you fucking eaten, like, raw! <laughs> Wait, you're kidding. No. <laughs> this whole time. You don't even have to, like... Wait, so... I mean, it tastes completely different, but, like, you can eat them raw. You just wash them off. Huh. Have you... What? Neat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I've had enough of this. I'm <laughs> like, no, no, we're done. We're done here. <laughs>